This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, April 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ag backs voluntary pollinator protections. Ag chairs ask for drought emergency. And farm groups eye inheritance taxes. Pollinator Coalition rallies for voluntary conservation. California's biggest agriculture advocates have joined with the Environmental Defense Fund and CDFA to scale up on-farm conservation efforts for pollinators. More than 20 organizations have signed on to the coalition with the Almond Board taking the lead. The goal is to promote voluntary incentive-based habitat establishment and bee-friendly integrative pest management practices. The outcomes will not be a tidy report that sits on a shelf, but rather a metric of acres, projects, and species added to the landscape while agriculture continues to profitably feed the nation, said the Pollinator Partnership CEO, Laurie Davis-Adams. State role? Though environmental regulators like Cal EPA are absent, CDA Secretary Karen Ross said the partnership has been a very active item of discussion across our agencies. It supports the governor's 30 by 30 conservation order and his interest in the Healthy Soils program. Costs? Ross pointed to a state bill sponsored by the Almond Alliance that would provide $5 million for technical assistance. This is one of the biggest barriers for farmers interested in CDFA's Climate Smart Program, said Ross. Almond Board Chief Scientific Officer Josette Lewis called uh, cited a recent UC Davis study showing that each acre of pollinator habitat cost growers about $1,700. Other research found that less than 10% of Yolo County farmers saw financial gain from that habitat. The coalition hopes to also draw funding from industry, state and federal programs, corporations, foundations, and donors. Ag chairs ask Newsom to declare a drought emergency. Current and former state agriculture committee chairs are calling on Governor Newsom to issue a statewide drought emergency declaration. In a letter to the governor, the lawmakers argue that the state's 5% water allocation, quote, will weaken California's food supply chain and endanger underserved communities. The last time allocations were this low, former Governor Jerry Brown declared an emergency which provided, quote, flexibility and common sense streamlining to utilize our limited water in the most efficient way possible. The legislators argue that all tools should be available to incentivize water conservation, minimizing red tape for water transfers, and allowing state agencies to modify certain reservoir release standards to allow for more water to go to communities. They also asked Newsom to allocate a portion of the state's budget surplus as financial assistance for farmers who are expected to lose more than $7 billion in annual revenue due to cuts expected in surface water and groundwater access. FDA releases E. coli report updates action plan. FDA this week took two actions aimed at preventing future outbreaks of foodborne illness from leafy green vegetables. It released its investigations into a 2020 E. coli outbreak and updated its action plan for preventing the related toxin from landing on vegetables. 
The investigation connected the fall outbreak, which sickened at least 40 people, to the Salinas Valley, where two previous outbreaks also originated. Though FDA traced past-year outbreaks to romaine lettuce, no evidence pointed to this particular leafy green for the 2020 outbreak. Because leafy greens have been repeatedly implicated, FDA has a specific action plan for shingatoxin-producing E. coli, STEC. Revisions to the plan include more public meetings and online tools with details on risks and prevention strategies, closer work with chemical suppliers and water users, and more sampling, especially of romaine lettuce. CDFA is helping coordinate a California longitudinal study led by the FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, the UC Davis Western Center for Food Safety, and an industry advisory group. Analysis. Ending stepped-up basis would bite. Proposals to eliminate the step-up in basis for inherited assets could have heirs of farmland facing significant tax bills, according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation and the American Soybean Association. Based on change in land value since 1997, heirs might have to pay capital gains taxes of more than $1,000 an acre in at least five states. That would include California, Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, and New Jersey, according to the analysis. With the step-up, inherited assets are taxed based on the value at the time of death rather than when the asset was originally acquired. Now keep in mind, a proposal by a group of Senate Democrats would eliminate the step-up in basis and tax at death any unrealized capital gains of more than a billion dollars. By the way, Representatives Jimmy Panetta, the California Democrat, Jackie Walorski, a Republican from Indiana, have reintroduced legislation that would help protect family farms from having to pay estate taxes. The Preserving Family Farms Act of 2021 sharply increases the special use valuation that allows inherited land to be appraised as farmland rather than for its commercial development value. Families who use the special use valuation commit to continue operating their farm or ranch business for 10 years. Whole Foods launches new Sourced for Good program. Whole Foods has started a new program to promote socially responsible sourcing of its foods. The Sourced for Good initiative will provide, quote, tangible improvements in farm workers' lives, strengthening worker communities where products are sourced, and promoting environmental stewardship where crops are grown, the grocery retailer said. The program includes certified by internationally recognized third parties such as Fairtrade USA, Rainforest Alliance, Fairtrade America, Fair Food Program, and Equitable Food Initiative, Whole Foods said. Here's today's She Said It. Nothing is more impactful than having growers talk to other growers. That Pollinator Partnership CEO, Laurie Davis Adams. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, April 8th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.